Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Soccer Radio Cast. My name is Kevin. I'm your host, and with me once again, my faithful co-hosts, Nick and Chris. Say hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? I'm getting really good at that intro. Just realized. Yeah, it just took um, twenty something times. Yeah, this is our twenty-fifth episode. Somewhere around there. This is our twenty-fifth episode. And we've not gotten better in any other way. I know. So. <laughs> It's still the same shitty production, but I, I I put in effort to make this look like as no there's no effort put into the show whatsoever. I try my damnedest to make this look like no effort. And you keep on bringing it up, so that sort of defeats the point. Eh, <laughs> do each their own. So, whoa, we got a jam-packed w- week of news. Some good, some not so good, and some right in the middle. So let's just jump right into it. Uh, The Game Awards were last night, and uh, Last of Us basically swept the goddamn awards. For better or worse, they won a lot. But there were a few exceptions. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, that won Best Musical Score. Yay for that, as well as Best RPG. So good on that. Good for them. Uh, Among Us won Best Mobile Game and Best Multiplayer, which... Congrats to the devs of Among Us. They fucking deserve it. Um, I know um, Fall Guys... Oh, yeah. Fall Guys won Best Community Support Game. So good good on the Fall Guys devs. They definitely deserve a lot. They deserved a few more awards because that, that game is, from what I've seen, is fantastic. <laughs> it's funny as hell. Uh, best VR slash AR fun. game was Half-Life Alex. Who, who didn't see that coming? It's like the I mean, game that people claimed was going to make VR mainstream, which I don't blame people for saying that, considering Half-Life 2 basically made Steam the juggernaut that it is. Effectively. Uh, no Man's Sky won best ongoing game. Good for them. I remember when that was like the best game to dunk on. Now that 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 title goes to Anthem. What game? Uh, no Man's Sky, remember? Remember that game that was ultimate oh, hyped yeah. up? The guy oh, kept Lord. saying, "Yeah, we'll have this and this and this," and then the game launched and it was nothing. Wasn't that wasn't that supposed to be like a Fallout remake? No, it was a brand new IP. No, no, no. I mean, like a Fallout is what I meant. Mm, not really. You're probably thinking of Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, yeah Outer I Worlds. Am, is what you're, yeah, am. No Man's Sky is completely different. It's 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 a it's basically. It's Minecraft in space without the blockiness. That it's pretty much, oh, it's pretty much to what random it is. planets. It's procedure generated. Yeah, and because at the start it had absolutely nothing. Just pretty much like space. There, like there. I remember a story of a guy found a planet that was already claimed by another player, and that player was like a few planets away, and they tried to meet up because no one had ever, you know had like interacted with another player and then you know they were streaming both these guys were streaming and so both their chats coordinated them to meet up and when they meet up they didn't see each other because they couldn't they were in two different instances of the game oh that's shenanigans yeah like it didn't get multiplayer support until like the first big expansion a year later but that game made a fucking rebound i mean two two or three big expansions and it's on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and it's fantastic from what I hear. But I- I'm still kind of little, you know, I, I still yeah, got a bad taste the mouth from the launch. But then again, starts. I couldn't, pl- I couldn't, I couldn't play it at launch because it wasn't on an Xbox at the time. And 
honestly, I'm not gonna hate on the game. I'm just it's I got enough on my plate. I don't need another. I f- I feel like Cyberpunk's about to take that mantle. Oh yeah, I've 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 heard the reports that it's buggy as hell and broken. Yeah, only I've on base or only on base ne- uh current gen though. Yeah, well, I'm playing it on my computer and it still has buggy. Yeah, uh, like I'm seeing reports. Well, like I mean, it doesn't like crash it though. 10, at least 1070s. Like I have a 1060s graphics card in my computer. I can only imagine what it would run like. Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, I'm still God. playing it, but yeah, it's definitely not what everyone expected it to be. I mean, I mean, yeah. what do you expect? It, I knew this was going to be a problem. Like the, and also technically, it hasn't released. Cyberpunk hasn't released technically for next gen. It's still on backwards compatibility yep. for PlayStation it's, and yeah, it's, and Xbox. But it, but the nice thing is they stated that it will be just a upgrade. Yeah, it's literally it's, just an, it's an upgrade. Up, uh, it's like. Destiny 2 did with um with Beyond Light recently. Like this smart delivery. Yeah, smart delivery. They're just like it's going to be upgraded. So if you bought it on Xbox 1 or PS4, well, Xbox 1 has a smart delivery. So if you bought it on Xbox 1, you're going to get it on the Series X and the Series S. Uh, and I don't I don't know, know how PlayStation's going to work. Weird and I feel bad for anyone who's got like a, a like a 1000 series graphics card from Nvidia. I don't know what the Radeon equivalent is because uh. I haven't looked at Team Red in graphics cards, I only know them for their processors because I have a 2600X. The damn thing is impressive. Uh, also, best action game to Hades. Congratulations. I, I am nice. very interested in getting that game because I love Greek mythology and it looks awesome also. <laughs> it's a nice twist on a roguelike. Exactly. Yeah, if you like if you like Bastion or the, like those kind of games, it, it's definitely a game to get. All, but I have heard like if you get it on PC, you got to play with a controller. It just feels so much better. Mouse and keyboard is terrible. Although we all know the Oscar bait one. Yeah, I did mention Last of Us Two for better or worse. I think it should have went to like Ghost seven awards. Yeah, uh, but congratulations to Laura Bailey. I, she is a wonderful voice actress. I mean, hell, she's voiced pretty much half of the video. She has a voice in like half the video games all of us play anyway. So good on her. It's another award. Who's she voice? Show. She she voices Abby in the game. But she also voices, I like, know that she she voices a lot of stuff like a lot of background. She she voices um what's what's her name from Gears? Kate, Katie. Kate. Oh. I I wonder why I hate her, huh? Damn. She's also she plays a lot of characters people hate. Well, she's also Lust from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Lust. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, she yeah. and her husband Travis yeah, got she their plays, starting. She plays. She plays characters people hate. Yeah, she she got her. I know she's on DBZ. She was on DBZ. I don't remember who she voiced though, because that's where her and her husband got their start at Funimation was voicing anime characters. But they moved to Cali, so they've just been doing like cartoons and voice and uh, video games. Uh, and they also uh, they they they're both they both take pay, they both are on Critical Role, like the most successful D and D web show to date and i think it's oh the, yeah they are the D is like exploded because of critical role oh, but good on her i i love the work that she does congratulations to laura for her for win and congratulations to everyone who worked on all these games that won awards uh cheers I'm, sadly I'm, a lot of you didn't get recognized yeah for I, your I, part, I, I think but... ghost of tsushima got snubbed 
big time. Yeah, yeah best Aaron, art, like, and that's all they won. Yeah, they deserve. They deserve definitely more. I mean, best action RPG. I want to know what innovative. What was so innovative about Last of Us Two? I don't know. It's 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 no it's no use to get to get worked up over something that's already. I, I honestly don't. Is it is it the was it the part of them being the lesbians and going out and having the kid or probably because was that innovate innovative because I mean I don't know okay fine it's never happened in a video game lesbian but... couples one of the two one of the two partners ends up dying at the end because apparently you can't have a lesbian couple happy at the end well one of them left I guess that's all I don't know that sounds gay to me but anyway. But also, there's some announcements for games. Uh, new Mass Effects coming out. So, all you Mass Effect fans, hopefully this will be not, you know, Andromeda-level bad. <laughs> just, ah, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, just expect the well, worst we'll hopes still the have the We'll still have the Legend Edition yeah. of Mass Effect yeah. remake. And uh, also, probably the biggest news to come out of um, the Game Awards last night is the next character for Smash Brothers? Holy shit! Did we is see this Dead coming? Mario? Yeah. Yay! Freaking ticket. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of excited that Sephiroth is now joining the roster. Now there's a balance of uh cl- for for Cloud. He, he I just he no, definitely no, need no. There, there is a balance for Cloud. You're right. There's also, also now now that, an imbalance. Now there is no excuse for them not to put One Winged Angel. As a, as a song in Smash Brothers, I was like, why the hell didn't they put One Wing Angel when Cloud launched? Now I know why. They were saving it for Sephiroth, which I don't blame them now. I'm thankful because I can't wait to hear One Wing Angel in Smash Brothers because it's going to be it's going to be epic. And that actually, just think of who else are going to be. At I this. might get Sephiroth. Yeah. Cause I I haven't like min min it, It's honestly okay. it's worth it to get the fighter pass because we don't know what the other who the other three fighters are gonna be. Right. Cause so far min min and Steve I wasn't happy about. Well, I, I'm I'm just happy that, like an arms character definitely should have been in the game at launch, but because they were developed around the oh. same time, they couldn't put one in in time, which is I understand. Of course. I mean, I get the, I get them putting in a character from from one of their own series, which I understand. It's just like how there's uh, I don't know, fire emblems. I'm sorry, what? Okay, that was okay, yeah, crazy. we get it. They, they have a, they have enough anime sword boys from fire and ladies from Fire Emblem. Yeah. Now we have a sexy anime boy with a wing and a sword. So still in that genre and theme yeah. anyway. So we need if I think we need like like a few gun like gun toting characters like Doom Guy or more more Bayonetta. Who else could they like add? characters? I mean, yeah, they could add another Bayonetta character. I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> you know who I would like to see them add? Who would never be added? Dante. Oh yeah, Dante. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, of course they can't. Is he really on any Nintendo console? Uh, hang on. No. Yeah, because I thought it was all PlayStation exclusive, so that would be... No, Devil May Cry is on Xbox. Yeah. I mean, Devil May Cry 5 was on Game Pass for a while before they took it off because of the re-release for new consoles. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, I'd be saying that would be pushing it. 
Yeah, well, uh, either way, I know a lot of people want Dante in Smash Bros. Uh, no, they do have the Devil May Cry triple pack on for Nintendo Switch. So, yeah, the Devil May Cry is on Switch. Okay, stand corrected. Uh, yeah, hang on, guys. I got to take this call. So, just talk amongst yourselves. Oh, well, um, you know, uh, that, that kind of sucks. So, uh, do you think you're going to get Sephiroth and all of them for Smash or no? I mean, I haven't been playing Smash in like. Neither have I. Because I've been doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's so much in the world. I mean, hell, I'm still trying to replay all the Pokemon from Gen 4 onwards from my DS. Hold on, hold on. Gen 4. So you're playing. Uh, are you playing Platinum or Diamond or Pearl? Diamond. Oh, sadness. The worst one of the three. Yeah, well, I originally... And I stand my ground I got on Dialga is the worst. I switched it. I, I, I'm i a Palkia guy. Pearl is where I'm at. Yeah. And Platinum is above that. I don't know. I'm, I'm also trying to catch every Pokemon in frickin' Sword and Shield, but man, it's annoying because I'm on Shield and I need a Sword person. I think I have store on Switch, but since I haven't even gone on my Switch in months either, it's like, oh, I'm not sure if that could really work. Yeah. I do like the DLC they added and with the Crown Tundra. And then, news for everybody, that one monkey Pokemon ha uh, did just come out. I don't know if it's from North America, but I think it's in Europe. With the movie, the Pokemon movie that came out that everybody in Japan that saw it got a code for. Well, apparently it's giving you nightmare fuel if you have it walk with you. Okay. Because it's like jumping out. It's uh, creepy. You said what? I'm thinking of the like electric monkey from the previous Zarude or whatever. Zaruda. I think. That's the new one. It's a grass dark. Uh, maybe Anyways, he's giving everybody nightmare fuel. Because uh, he's got uh, giant uh, arms, <laughs> and when he and when he jumps, he like jumps like he's attacking you, like a deranged, uh, like a monkey off that a zombie movie, and it's giving people nightmare fuel. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! More little kids to traumatize. Oh, come on, if you want to get traumatized, just watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. Hey, yeah, yeah, you got that right. And for all the kids listening, if you really want to get traumatized, watch Dangaropa. No, watch Happy Tree Friends. Oh, God, oh, I'm going to say that next. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Tree Friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a traumatizing show. Holy shit. Like I said. Oh my god. I love that show though. I haven't uh, seen it well, in years and I'm glad I have not because I don't All right everybody, let's let's everybody let's talk about the elephant in the room. What okay. elephant? By the way, I'm back. to Mario. What? GG to Mario. Oh, yes. Sephiroth killed Mario. <laughs> it's the end of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Mario turned 35, and now he's dead. Thanks, Sephiroth. <laughs> yeah, right? I, and you know what? That, uh, that's, a, that's an excellent segue, because uh, that meme, I saw a meme floating around of, like, Nintendo, Mario, and it's just Sephiroth stabbing Mario. 
but replace Mario with fan base, and that's just a summary of what I want to talk about next. Rolling in, uh, Nintendo's not been good <laughs> to its fan yeah. base in the past week oh, and hey, a half. Melee, no, screw you, melee. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag free melee, and now we're gonna get a cease and desist from Nintendo. <laughs> what happened? So what happened was uh, Nintendo. Uh, so because of you know the world COVID nineteen. Uh, in-person tournaments, not possible. So, right. except for Smash Ultimate, because it's got online connectivity, so no problem there. However, they have a very large melee scene, and the only way to do melee online is through a mod for a third-party pirated game that I don't remember the name of it off the top of my Project head. M? But because they were going to do that and stream it, uh, Nintendo basically said, if you stream this the tournament's canceled. We're not going to support you in any way, shape, or form. They said, no, we need this for our Melee tournament. There's no other way to do it. And Nintendo basically said, you can't hold the tournament then. Damn. They asked politely not to, you know, not for them not to do that. So, well, then we can't, you know, do our Melee portion. We can only do Ultimate. Nintendo said, well, that, that's, that's, well, you just can't do Melee. It's like, no, we're going to. We have a, lar a large amount of people that want to play Melee who because Melee is like, the gold standard for for Smash Brothers, but yeah, it is. No, and, and then you know the Splatoon community, in solidarity with the Smash community, was like hashtag free melee, and then the Splat uh, the Splatoon tournament got canceled. Damn Nintendo! And that's not it. <laughs> oh, there's more. Wait, there's more. Uh, one uh, a guy I follow on YouTube who uploads like a lot of classic video game uh, soundtracks, Silver Gunner. He got a bunch of DMCA's filed for a bunch of Nintendo music, and this is happening to anyone who uploads anything Nintendo music wide. They're just filing DMCA's left and right for all their music, and and on t and then the final like just kick to the nail in the coffin. Yeah, the, the, just the just while they're on the ground, just while the fan base is on the ground rolling, they just get kicked to the nads. There was a there was a I I don't exactly know like who was doing this, but there was a there, there was there was a group or someone who was making selling custom Etika themed controllers. If you don't know who Etika is? He is a Aww. longtime you know Nintendo fan who was who's like been the face in Nintendo for a while but he recent he passed away last year may god rest his soul and it was it was themed to him in his style and the money earned the money gener like when you bought it the money that you spent on those controllers was going to be sent for sent to a charity for suicide prevention Nintendo shut that whole thing down what yeah they they shut down a a they shut down a charity like a whole, a whole thing, uh, to sell, uh, Etika themed, uh, Switch controllers, to and the money earned from that was going to go to suicide prevention. So Nintendo is not in the good graces, but of course, in the same vein as like Blizzard with their massive fuck up of uh, Diablo, Diablo uh, Immortals, and then yeah, and then on top of that, the whole Blitz Chung incident, where they banned a Hearthstone player for supporting you know his home the home uh, city yeah. of Hong Kong and their protests against the Chinese government, you know, all is forgiven by showing off overwatch two and Diablo four. <laughs> and the oh, same goes for Nintendo. Boy. It's like, Oh, all is forgiven. We showed off Sephiroth. Though. I don't yeah, think that we was also enough. Killed Mario. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was enough, though. I, I think there's still a lot of people pissed off and like. Excuse me. Seth oh, Rollins smash is not I, I'm a little. Good. I'm a little angry. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of a dick move, Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But if you still buy their stuff, then they're not really gonna change anything. Yeah. It, it it sucks. It, it honestly sucks. It just it but it's like the whole like dealing with any company from Japan when it, they they don't understand the internet at all. I, I'm I'm under the impression that you know the either the U.S. laws need to change to say if a U.S. if anyone works with a U.S. company and it's like a digital platform you have to abide by U.S. copyright laws and if you don't you're gonna get fined big time. Or YouTube needs to change its policies like we are. Our our company follows U.S. copyright laws, and if and by agreeing to upload content to our platform, you agree to abide by U.S. copyright laws. Like, it, like I, YouTube needs to take a stand and support its creators that built it from the ground fucking up. Yeah, but you, remember it's Google we're talking about. So. Still, they, it, 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 it's only a matter of time before something breaks the camel's back when it comes to YouTube, and everyone just starts leaving. And for also, another thing I heard today, it could be illegal for people to become YouTubers in the future and Twitch streamers. What? I mean, yeah, because you don't there, own there what is you're a, doing. There is a law that's getting shoved in an omnibus uh, a bill for, you know, for a last minute bill that, that has to be approved before the end of the year so the U.S. government doesn't shut down. That this senator from, I believe, North Carolina, Tom Tillis is trying to make it so anyone who shows any copyrighted material on a live stream or a video can go to can go can get a felony charge and go to federal prison. And all it takes is a simple freedom of information request to find out where the money he gets comes from and it's pretty much all the usual suspects. Warner Media, Warner, Warner Media, Warner Music Group, Universal Music Group, Universal Oh my God! So many just archaic Hollywood companies trying to suppress, you know, fair use and just kill fair use as a concept. So what you're saying is, uh, if I'm streaming, so if there's like uh, copyright, if, if I'm a... streaming Halo Infinite, yeah, and they, and and somehow. There's something that's copyrighted by another company in an Easter egg, let's say. That shows no. resemblance. Uh, no, a better example is like you're streaming uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's relevant because that just got released the other day. And there's a song that's copyrighted. Yeah, you can go to well, jail for that. Well, they have a DMCA filter on. Yeah, but still, like, there could be a gun sound that, you know, CD Projekt Red licensed, but... They but streamers didn't get the license, so yeah. I would would you get uh would you get thrown in here for? Oh yeah, I streamed a video game that had an eighty year old a gunshot sound that was copyrighted so long ago. Goddamn AK sound, they got me. Yeah, <laughs> that is so. Yeah, uh, th this guy needs to be voted out uh, when re-election comes up for him. Or and this and that that whole section needs to be stricken from that omnibus bill because there is a strong possibility that that can get pushed through because, yeah, if the, if that bill doesn't get approved, the government shuts down, and that'll be bad, especially now. Okay, well let's let's stop talking about the. I know this, this U.S. Is just, government. Yeah, that's just the whole. And move on to the next big part of news. Yeah, it's uh, so Deadpool's getting a manga series. Moving on. Hey. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, all the Marvel heroes, he should. Oh, it actually launched yesterday. It's on Shonen Jump Plus. <laughs> Deadpool has his own manga series. It's Complete side note, Chainsaw Man has now been pushed onto Jump Plus because he's been too gory and not kid-friendly. I oh. wonder why. Oh, man. And I, and funny enough, we're actually going to – I was going to talk about Chainsaw Man Volume 2 today in my little manga review <laughs> section because, goddamn, I love this series. <laughs> but, yeah, Deadpool's got his own manga series now. I need to go f check this out. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> back to Nintendo. Uh, as part of Mario's 35th anniversary, he, he's getting a like a manga series. Well, the the West will be getting the very first English translation of the Mario manga series. Damn, it's a 160 Sweet. page manga that will take fans through the world of Super Mario. So I might check this out. It's being published by Viz Media, and you can get it for 10 bucks. So yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I do like the media. Yep. Uh, there's going they to be a Dragon Quest land. There's a Dragon Quest land coming to a a prefectural park in Japan. Dragon Quest, huh? Yeah, I I, I enjoyed playing. I I I love Dragon Quest Eleven. I haven't beat it yet, but and it just got added to Game Pass on Xbox, so I, <laughs> it's more of an incentive for me to go back and finish it. But from what I played, I love it, and I, I'm upset that I never. You know, playing other games in the series, but still, I, I this is cool. If I ever go to Japan, if and when I'm allowed to go to Japan, I like to check this out. You fight monsters and eat food from the world, and you have a little, uh, like a uh, lot, a little uh, slime uh, mascot leading your way through your journey through this park. Okay, I was gonna say there better be a goddamn slime involved in my journey. Yep. They, 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 You'll be fighting slimes, and there'll be a little slime tentacle monster leading you on your little quest. Uh, now, now, I wonder if it's going to go, like, slime, fighting slime as monster, you know, yeah. the original or Dragon Quest monster style. It's, it's going to be you know, that Dragon Quest style, so from that, from that like, Whoa. in that Dragon Ball style. So you fight, so you fight them instead of you having other monsters, I guess? It, it's Dragon Quest. That was one of my first Dragon Quest games was, I played was Dragon Quest Monsters. Yeah, no, it's the classic uh, Dragon Quest, I believe. I still like Dragon Quest, it's, though. It's uh, Prefectural Awashima Park in Hagu Prefecture. I butchered that, but that's where it is. It's celebrating... Pre um, Prefecture. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's part of uh, Dragon Quest 35th anniversary opening up in spring 2021. So, yeah. Ooh. Going to Japan, if you're allowed to. Check it out. No. Uh, okay, so the final Demon Slayer manga sells 2.8 million copies in its first week. Yep, didn't get it. Well, th I think this is just in Japan right now, so. Holy shit. Oh. Congratulations to Demon Slayer. It's just been a juggernaut since, you know, it it just debuted to the world. It debuted and ended yeah. as it should have, not to mention the more of the trailers and scenes for the actual new season after the movie that came out yeah. is already being teased around. I I'm glad that, you know, it, it, it knew when to stop, and I think it knows, it's like, okay, my time on this world is, yeah, is, is complete. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's over, too. Same so. thing with Assassination Classroom. It went on for a good amount of time, but then ended when it should. Yeah. Yeah. 
They didn't try and loophole it. They ended it the way it's supposed to, with Kuro-sensei dying. So, I'm happy that, you know, it, it, it's done gangbusters, and I wish the creator nothing but success in the future with all her projects moving forward. It's like, yep, this whole just, series was written I'm not going to be mad at woman, the creator. So. I just her. don't like that it was a big conglomerate and, like, put all its money to down every other anime. Well, I mean, that that's, if it makes money, that it makes money. That, that's, that's, the, yeah. that, that, that's how business works. It, Hopefully it, it won't win the next cool. anime awards. Well, I think it, it probably will win something. I just hope not the, the big one. What, the best waifu or just anime of the year? Best anime of the year. I well, hope it doesn't see, win it again. Well, we got to see what comes out in 2021. Speaking of anime coming out in 2021, uh, we got a new trailer for Quintessential Quintuplets Season 2. It will debut. Try saying that 10 times fast. Yeah, hell no. Uh, it will debut on January 7th, so not too long. A couple more weeks. I will give you $5 if you do. I am not going well, to attempt yeah. that because I'm going to butcher it, and I'm probably going to accidentally say something uh, that I shouldn't Quintessential quintuplet. I, ca I can't do it. I, 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 dope. I can't. After one, my tongue gets tied. Yeah, understandably so. Okay. So, yeah. so this caught me off guard, but I saw that Sonic was trending on Twitter a couple of days ago. I was like, why is Sonic trending? And I come to find out there's a Sonic the Hedgehog animated series coming to Netflix. Oh, boy, Netflix is grasping at straws. I mean, they Netflix is, is the company that's like they are sitting on a throne of money and just throwing it at whoever wants it. You get a TV show. You get an anime. You get a movie. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, if, you ha if you're able to, you know walk in front of the Goliath that is the Netflix committee of, of you know, show development. Hey, Netflix committee, I got an idea of a show. Fuck you, I love it. <laughs> Pretty Wait, much. This, oh, guys, this series can be worked on by Man of Action, the people who did Ben 10. I Oh, it is? Original Ben 10? Yeah, Man of Action is pretty much a group of, like, two or three guys who made Ben 10. Wow, yeah. okay. Well, now I have some faith in the show now. <laughs> yeah, as long as it was the one of the the original or second Ben Ten, not the new one. It's probably yeah. It's probably if every Ben Ten is by Men of Action. Yeah, it's just only oh, one. Scene. I guess the original and like the reboot that they did uh, was done by the guy who created it. Yeah, because I think um, Cartoon Network must have forced them on this last one. Solid no, I no. Boom, he man. wanted to reboot that. it. Like that's why he came back for. The no, movie. no. He, he did a third reboot. They did a third one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I I only know about the like the little chibi one that they did. The be yeah yeah they there's three of them. Ben Ten when he was a kid, then he grew up, and then the chibi one. Yeah, that that's the one that the creator came back for. The chibi one. Why did you do that? I mean, in this case, there's actually would be like four different series of Ben 10 if you're going by that yeah. logic. What was the fourth one? What was the other one? Ben 10 Alien Force. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. So the other art style of Ben 10 before it went all chibi cartoony. Was Alien Force the one, the other decent? No, that wasn't the I decent don't know. one. I stopped. It, it was the one where they, he had that alien friend sidekick for the plumbers. 
No, that was the that okay. That was the eh, kind of one. All right. Anyways, I I didn't. I don't know. I stop. I stopped really watching Ben Ten after the original. But anyway, this just caught me off guard. But there is a fan made Hunter X Hunter, uh, live action film being done by wait 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 fan made yeah Mm. fan made okay oh boy more stuff from hiatus x hiatus yeah (laughs) and it's uh jesus christ this is like a very interesting take oh boy Uh, go into detail i i just don't know what to describe like just this image alone sums up my reaction to the whole thing (laughs) i mean hasoka is meant to be creepy I know, but still, it's like, I don't even know how to describe this. This is just... He is meant to be either a gay or a bisexual clown who kills people with sticky gum. I don't think he has, like, a sexual preference. He's just... He's just there. (laughs) He just exists. And I think that's all for the better. Yeah. But, yeah, it looks like, um... I don't know when this is coming out. But dear God, this was this. I just had to talk about it. There's a live action Hunter X Hunter fan thing, film being made by uh, indie studio Reanime. So go check it out if you want. It's 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 something. <laughs> and finally, I I figured I should end the news on this because this is probably the biggest story we've had in a long time. Uh, so the, I mean, it's kind of been building up to it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it a couple of weeks episodes ago. Yeah. So, um, but it's final. It, it's official. Uh, Sony has forced the shotgun marriage of Crunchyroll and Funimation together. <laughs> so, yeah, Funimation's about to get a whole hun- couple million more subscribers. <laughs> They actually did it. Those mad lads. They spent the hundred million. What was it like? One point seven five billion. No, it was like. A, oh yeah, it wasn't. It was like it was. No, it was like a hundred million, around. No, it was not a hundred million. Maybe. Uh, I know we talked about what the price tag was last time. Well, the rumored price tag. I, excuse me. But I, I one point two billion is. Oh, you looked it up. One. Oh no, Sony's Funimation acquires anime for one point one seven five billion. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm sorry, one seven five. Uh, still, <laughs> I, still I, it's a billion. It's like yeah, that's a lot just for some freaking Japanese cartoons. It, yeah, it's I mean oh, honestly, well, this well, is Sony's yeah. way to compete in the streaming wars that are raging right now. Yeah. So another thing we're taking away from Warner Media though. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's great because it's it's just easier for anime fans to watch anime now. But also, it's um, Funimation's recent track record when it comes to censorship. Your species reviewers, anyone? <laughs> Remember that the greatest anime of twenty twenty? Just, just, just throwing that out there. Just, yep. Yeah. Just no, just me. Am I the only one that? I'm thinking about it, and I'm just not going to say a thing. I'm willing to admit that I'm a disgusting degenerate. I'm not going to be dressing up as any of them with you guys when you go to a convention. We brought this up last time. I'm not going to dress up. Yeah, we brought this up off stream, not during this podcast. (laughs) Spoiler alert, that's uh, that's a plan I have if and when we uh, have, like, if we go to a convention. 
but yeah. So my, it, it's great for people who just want to go to one place to watch all their anime. Great for them. Bad if you care, uh, you know, of watching the show, your, you know, the shows in English with the original artistic intent. But time will tell. Hopefully, won't be that bad. We can hope, but still. True. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a bittersweet victory, pretty much. Also, another side note for the news: the arson who burnt down the Kyoto Animation Studio is getting put on charges of murder. Wait, they actually caught him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they caught him like a while ago, but they're finally actually. Yeah. Oh, so uh, okay, I didn't. Jesus Christ, why didn't why didn't it look find that? <laughs> I don't know. It just came up to me like randomly because I just remember I saw like today or yesterday. Okay, well, I, wow. I'm glad they caught him, and I hope he burns in hell. Pun intended. Damn, pun intended. Oh, shit. He, he deserves nothing but the book. And from no, what I... he, he deserves the book and the book and the second book. Yeah, just I'll throw all the books at him. He, deserve, he deserves the Batman treatment. He deserves that one book scene. No, from he deserves the Batman treatment of Ben Aff- the the Ben Affleck Batman, the Batflick. Oh he deserves that yeah, too because yeah. Zack Snyder yeah. came out and said, "Like, yeah, in in ba- Dawn of Justice, Batman literally killed every single guy he fought." I'm like, really? Well, yeah. You Why? don't even. <laughs> That's not Batman. That's not uh, Batman number one, but in this case, of course no, not. I, I hope I, I wish Batfleck to descend upon this this scum of a human being those, those, those poor animators didn't deserve that that whole studio no they did it. not my, my my prayers go to the friends and family of those people that died and to all the people who are who survived still work there and as well as you know future employees i i wish nothing bad happens to any of them but fuck that guy fuck that guy yeah no straight straight up fuck him but yeah that's uh that's it for the news Bit of a long one, but, you know, that, that's what makes the podcast interesting. But moving on, uh, we mentioned Chainsaw Man earlier, and uh, figured jump right into my review of Chainsaw Man Volume 2. Right. So, I am glad I started reading this series because, goddamn, this is a mixture of awesome, action-wise, funny, and can get pretty emotional at times. I was not expecting a few, you know, ugh. Oh God! Your his dog literally saves his life. Oh God, my heart—it's well, gone. Yeah, the, the, my heart. They took my heart. No, like, What's wrong, like some Why of the characters the that I thought they were assholes in the, first, in the first volume. I now know why they're assholes. God damn it! So it's it, almost like they're demons or something. Yeah. So it literally picks up where the last one ended off with Denji, our chainsaw face-wielding protagonist jumping off of a building, stabbing a giant bat demon in the face with his face and his hands to kill him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know... Can I see the cover of this? Yeah, this is the cover. It focuses on the imp character we were introduced to last issue and the same character that tried to kill Denji by feeding him to said bat demon because she wanted to get her cat back. Which yeah. I don't blame her because I knew she was gonna get double cross because she's not she 
not the brightest character. In fact, a lot of the Denji and her, not the brightest of characters. Her name is literally Power. She's nothing about. She hates being humans smart. with a fiery passion. And I don't blame her. Humans are terrible at times. But anyway, she uh event but her cat does get saved and the the bat demon is is killed after Denji unintentionally saves a bunch of uh civilians who, you know, praise him except the one dude who was in the car that he threw at the bat demon after he says I don't give a shit about saving humans. This is his justification for killing the bat demon. I want to touch boobs. You're not wrong. And I can't. That's honestly that is good enough honestly reason. the best reason I could give. Huh. Huh. Why should I kill you? It's like I want to touch boobs. Pretty much. It, it's like, why are you trying to kill me? Because I want to touch boobs. And, and if I kill I you, I'm going to get to touch boobs. That is an <laughs> yeah. awesome motivation. He succeeds. And again, remember, sort of. this is a series that just got to Stone Jump Plus even before everything else because yeah. later on there's like blood orgies and whatnot so have fun you piqued my interest sir <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so the bad demon gets killed he gets a little he and uh power get reprimanded because of their reckless endangerment of civilian lives but you know it, it's kind of reprimanded by who the, the the uh like the governmental task force they are work they work for Oh, okay. Yeah, so the they who killed them both instantly. Yes. Yeah, so it's yeah, but the, because they save so many lives, they're kind of like property damage gets overlooked, and then they're just you know kept on a tighter leash for the next thing. Uh, we learned some you know some backstory of the world. There is a demon that is probably the deadliest demon called Gun Demon, who has a kill count in the millions, and he kills. Does he have guns for hands? Uh, yeah, I'm just a gun. Just, yes. Yeah, he's gun face. He's all the gun and gun hands, and he's killed. <laughs> oh, he's he's killed ew, about. Geez. I believe he killed like 1.2 million people worldwide in like the span of a minute and a half, two minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, he went from city to city in like a blink. Like he was in New York for 30 seconds, uh, Paris for 15, Tokyo for five, Beijing for like three seconds, and he killed a lot of people. Yeah, so he's been hunted down demons get ever more powerful, since. The more fearful people are. Yeah, was a whole lot of people for guns. So as such, very very strong. Oh, he he killed. He was in Japan for twenty six seconds, and the death toll in Japan was fifty seven thousand nine hundred twelve people dead. God. He was in the U.S. God's for one hundred twenty four seconds, five hundred forty eight thousand and twelve people dead. China thirty seven seconds. 316,932 dead. Okay, well, um... He was in Hawaii yeah, for 0.4 I... seconds and 780 people died. He was in Mexico for 2 seconds, 6,088 people dead. Jesus Christ! In, in the 15 seconds he was in India, 29,950 people died. Gun Demon! Fuck, he is terrifying. I just had to look up the numbers. Luckily, I turned to the right page. And uh, the kind of stick in the mud that has to care for both Power and Denji, uh, his whole family died to Gun Demon, and he is hell-bent on getting revenge. Wait, who? Uh, the, the one stick-in-the-mud character that has to look after Denji and Power. 
uh, Hayakawa, who is the loyal subordinate of of Makama, who is the woman that you know saved Denji and is the woman he wants to fondle. She lets him. She said, "Hey, if you do this, yeah. I'll let you touch him." And, and that was her deal. Yeah, the deal is, I will let you do whatever the hell you. I will grant you one wish if you kill this demon. Which, the bat demon or gun demon? Gun. Gun demon. The bat demon was like unknown. They didn't know about it. It was a secret. He was in hiding. But the gun demon, if Denji kills it, he gets one wish from his superior. Uh, but uh, but power because um, Denji saved her and her cat. Uh, she lets Denji cop a feel for like thirty seconds. Moment, high five. And then and it ends mind, with a little arc of them hunting a demon, killing tourists in a hotel. They get trapped on the eighth floor. They most of them think they're gonna die. Denji takes a nap. They confront the demon. And the demon wants to eat Denji. So <laughs> some of the like the, the like the like the rookies immediately turn on Denji. He's like, if we, if we get out of this thing alive if we just give him Denji. And that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm expecting... We don't know what plot armor is. Yeah. The, the, the four... Yeah, the, the, there's this one character I sympathize with a lot. Uh, she... I'm blanking on her name. She She's kind of shy. She has an older brother that her parents adore. She's kind of the redheaded stepchild that gets ignored. And her... Like, as she puts it, her only two options for a career were prostitution or devil hunting. It's to help her older brother go to college because her parents don't like her. And she she's the one that turns on Denji immediately. <laughs> when the, Is she hot? Uh she's like uh like the shy girl in the girl uh girl in the back of the classroom kind of character. Okay, now I see why she went with devil hunting instead. Yeah, like she I feel bad for her. Koben. That, that's her name. Koben. K-O-B-E-N. I'm I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but I feel bad for her, and I'm interested to see what happens next in Volume 3. Koben. You're going to have fun. Yeah, so if, if my first recommendation for Volume 1 wasn't enough, you need to pick up the series and read it. It's worth it. It's it's worth the price of admission. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, the art get used to i mean it, it is i i will reference it is very gory at times but it is in black and white but if you read it online there are colored pages so it is a so there are um well isn't it all gonna be online now yeah i believe well they're, they're gonna have physical releases because it, it it's don't it's still doing well i believe well uh, yeah i guess they will have physical it's just, releases. they're just moving it from what it's they're moving it from the main the main uh like the main uh, release schedule Web's is putting it to a, like an, old, an older like one a because it, it's it's yeah it, it's not for it's not for children. <laughs> it's like JoJo's like they it was originally on Shonen Jump, but then boom, here it is, Shonen Plus. Yeah, yeah, because at first it might have been for children, but not really. No, even the first volume was not the first couple chapters were not intended for children. Like it was. Still yeah, crazy. that's what they thought, and then they greatly realized, yeah, this isn't for children. Yeah. But I do have some other series that I'm currently eyeing I wonder and waiting when, for. I wonder when Monster Hunter review, or uh, not Monster, um, what was the show, Monster? 
Monster Musume? No, the other one. The Inner Species. Inner, spe Inner Species reviewers. I wonder when that DVD comes out. It's not going to come out, believe me. Funimation still owns the dubbing rights, and they're just not dubbing it. Well, I, 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 I look, I, I, the only place you can watch it is fucking Pornhub and porn websites. There are the places sad. you can, but and I believe most of them are fan subs. They're not, um, they're not officially subbed. Oh, well, of course. I think there's one streaming, there's one anime dubbing company in Australia that, that also has the streaming rights for it that isn't associated with Funimation because it's a different country. And they said they were gonna dub it in English. I have yet to find it, but I think it's, yes! I think it's locked. I think their website's set up to where it's it's locked behind a paywall, and you know they have the you know they have things in place to prevent you from screen capping it, screen recording. Maybe I could well, be talking out of my ass. Wouldn't be the first time I paid for anime titties. Yeah. God damn it. But I, I think they said they're gonna make it you know publicly available after a year, which is fine. Oh wait, what? Maybe. I don't know. It, like it, it, the year wait is worth it for free anime. Titties. Yeah, but again, Australia with its whole like anti hante, it, uh, hante, 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 yeah. Yeah, with, with its whole like it just anti hentai ban, it's it's gonna. It's gonna Try be saying that ten times fast. Shut up! I can't talk tonight. Now I'm just thinking <laughs> of the dog Pokemon Entei. But oh God. hentai. God damn oh God, it. I looted Entei. So Jesus, forgive me, Pokemon. But yeah, some <sighs> other manga series I'm on the lookout for um for the future and I might and I might just bite the bullet and get a subscription to Viz uh, and just start reading the stuff digitally, but I prefer physically reading it. Uh series uh Kaiju number eight. I read the first chapter online. God damn it, it is funny. Uh Undead Unluck. That's another. It's about a uh, an unlucky. That one's pretty good. A undead guy, is like bodybuilder type guy, like Frankie from One Piece, and then this unlucky girl. They just go. They just have shenanigans together. Uh, Ghost Reaper Boy, which is done by I believe the author of Rosario and Vampire. It's basically that, but reversed. It's a reverse harem. Okay. Yeah. Just Rosario Vampire. I'm tempted. And then. Uh, a series my brother recommended me, A Gravity Boys. The last Not four sure human, one. human beings alive in the galaxy. The setup for this is they, they were sent on a like a space exploration mission to find a world suitable for human colonization. Literally two days after they left, nuclear war broke out and wiped out the entire human race. Well, shit. They're the only four human beings left in existence, and then they're they're approached by this mystical other dimensional being that gives them a potion that will change one of them to female. Uh. And literally the whole first chapter is them fighting over who should be, who should drink the potion. Who has to, or who gets who to should, like who, who they're going to have, because they, it's literally the four, four dudes. Like the human race dies with them. If one of them, doesn't one of them it. has to. So they're trying to figure out who, damn, <laughs> you got to drink it. Yeah, there's like you this big buff bodybuilder, a very intelligent, you know, science officer, a, f a femboy, uh, medic, and then just your standard shonen pro tag pilot. And at first, everyone, all three of them were like, Chris, the, the little fem boy, needs to drink the potion because 
He already looks like a girl. Wow. That's a little fucked up. But then the, the science guy is like, wait, depending on our dick size, it might translate to boob size. So the bodybuilder, in theory, has the biggest dick. So he, in turn, will have the biggest tits. And then it's just a fight. Oh, God. In the end, they just throw the fucking potion in, like off world. <laughs> Alrighty. But again, that's well, only chapter okay. one, the and there's 48 chapters. I think. Boy, if that potion comes back somehow, yeah, I would it's literally laugh. Chekhov's gun. It's gonna come back. But yeah, so that that's the thing. Uh, and then I also have some other manga coming in. Specifically, I'm excited. Volume 3 of Spike's Family. I want to know what happens to the Forger family. Especially on the cliffhanger that I left off. Uh, which, the wrap-up for the... the uh, on the previous episode of Spike's Family, uh, Yor, the mother, who is the assassin, her little... Her younger brother, who is a... Part of the secret police of this, like, Cold War-esque... Soviet state. Uh, he is like one of the most effective torturers to get information out of, you know, accused spies. And he is very proficient and deadly at his job. He hears that his, his sister's been married for a year, had no idea, and is like, why didn't my sister tell me? Also, this, this brother has a sister complex and is ready to kill her husband the second he meets him. But, you know, they're, it, since they're, you know, it's a marriage of convenience for Twilight and Yor to help, you know, Twilight's mission of killing this target whose son goes to this prestigious school that Anya has to befriend. It's just, it's a, it's a madhouse of a story. <laughs> I, I can't wait. To, I, I, like, Anya's my favorite character in this, in this series so far. She's adorable. Must protect her. And just... And the shenanigans she gets up to because she's a, she's a mind reader. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for that. So hopefully I'll be getting that within a week or two because I really want to talk about it. I still have like quite a few manga on my shelf that I have yet to review and read. And I'm, I'm just waiting for the final, like the 10th volume of Eden Zero so I can just review in bulk volumes 2 through 10 and give my take on it so far uh what a uh, little preview i fucking love i love fairy tale in space so i'm just gonna do a whole like summary probably dedicate a whole episode of the podcast dedicated to eden zero and all that stuff hey go right ahead yeah also i think we're gonna do like some special like themed episodes where we just talk about one topic being as you know christmas is two weeks away so uh, don't remind me. It's like, oh god, I still gotta buy stuff. Yeah, I, I gotta yeah, get, I'm not buying jack. I, I gotta get my family some more gifts. My brother's gift uh, arrived the other day, so he's done. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, I, but yeah. So yeah, I've gone on way too long, or longer than I normally do with my manga reviews. So Chris, if you want to talk about your Gundam of the week, go for it. Okay, so, well, uh, as you all know, we talked about the original Gundam piloted by Amaro Ray, which was the OG Gundam of OGs. We're going to talk about this time, we're going to talk about his arch nemesis for one point, 
who became uh, the who the antagonist, which is the bad guy, I think. Yeah, antagonist right? is the bad guy. So he was actually, Char was the one we're talking about. He was an antagonist, then a protagonist, then an antagonist. Three different Gundam series. Bad guy, good guy, bad guy. Well, we're going to talk about his original Gundam back when they looked... He could still be an antagonist, human-y. but also the protagonist. Protagonist is the main focus. Antagonist is the one opposite. No, he wasn't an antagonist. He was trying to help the people of Earth. Oh, okay, so he's, he, he was a turn In a good way. It. Okay. Well, no, um, after the Zeon fell... His, he believed in his father's words that humanity needs to leave Earth and let it regrow and then come back. His father said humanity needs to go to space to survive. So he tried convincing them to go to space and defeating anybody who would stop them humanity from going to space. Oh, okay. So it was literally a means to an end kind of deal with him. Yeah, um, well, this was literally during his time of... Uh, yeah, well, this is the original Gundam back when the original Gundam anime, they looked kind of lifelike people. They didn't look like robots. They looked like people. And this is the MS-06S Zaku-2, which was a commander module. Most of the commanders had their own. I mean, God, there's a countless number of them that had it. Char is not the only one. There are a few in the novel only. There are a lot of them in the anime. Their colors are all different. That's that's the big thing. Colors are different. It's literally the same kind of body frame, just a different color. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, pretty much. So no matter what, the color was different, and that's about it. So that's how they distinguish between the types of Zaku. Well, no, that's... That no, no, that they are all the commander Zaku. Nobody knew who was in it except for a few. Clearly, the red one was the red comet Char as the bull. Yeah, I can see the inspiration for like we the knew red the red one was Char. We knew, we knew, like, you know, the the purple one or the black and purple one was another commander, and like some of them, some of them were. A little less known, so obviously we didn't know that. Anyways, um, it did have a lot more armament than the normal Zaku, because as you know, the normal Zaku don't really have much with them, yeah, except for like, products. except for like a Russian fighter, AK, AK forty-seven, but for long range, AK forty-seven, except make more bullets. Pretty much that kind of thing. Yeah, it just they had the same gun, just changed. Well, anyways, um, this one had a shield because I mean, it's a commanding type. And yeah, you to... want to protect your officers, right? And then it had the rifle that all the Zaku Zeon soldiers use the the one twenty millimeter machine gun, obviously. But he the just put all to shame. Like this is how you effectively use this weapon, you plebeians. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then. The Zaku 2 commander types had like a special weapon that had a just a, I guess a heat knife at the end of its it, the rifle. It was just a bayonet. Okay. Um, and then they had obviously the little pistol machine gun. 
you know. Yeah, a little sidearm. Like a commander, commander kind of thing. Yeah. And then obviously it had the bazooka that the Zaku's carried. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But uh, like they instead of having a sword, which was Amaro's thing, these had axes. I don't, I don't understand why the they had axes. I guess they were going for more of a kind of like feel of one versus the other kind of thing. Well, historically speaking, axes are cheaper to manufacture than swords. Swords take a lot more material to make, so it's, well, it's more. I mean, I'm just going off of like what I know with Viking history. If you had a sword and you that were a Viking, true. you were rich. So, makes yeah. Sense. Well, it's not a it's not a beam sword. It's a heat. It's a heat. Yeah, axe. it's a heated. It's, it's a heated blade. Thermal. Yeah, it's a heated blade. Ten million degree axe. <laughs> God, I, I remember when those like thousand degree knife challenges dominated youtube oh god well uh, it feels so long ago well oh geez anyways um it had a couple other things it they literally took stuff off of a battle tank and other vehicles and things um and put it on it i mean it literally it literally took from most things you you had another one called the faust which was a another dummy rocket from the Panzer Faust is where it got its name from. Okay. It had the it had a rifle that was from a mainline tank that could shoot heat or armor piercing rounds. Okay. They took grenades that the infantry used and they put it on the Zaku commanders as well. And then there was a dual bazooka, which come on. <laughs> it's literally two magazines, one one. <laughs> it was two bazookas in one. Who wouldn't want that? Yeah, I, I, I <sighs> yeah, but it literally not much different besides having the shield and stuff. It did have a storage backpack. Okay. I mean, um, it was introduced obviously like every other one during the One Year War, which was what the original Gundam focused on. So, uh, there are a few that Char used, but this was His most the big one. one. But I mean, the Zaku pretty much lost after the uh, X78, which was Amaro's. And if people don't know this, Amaro Ray literally fell into the Gundam. If he did not, they would have lost. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 like protagonist plot armor for you. Just fate finds a way to make sure that the guy who's supposed to save humanity gets what he needs to get. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's I pretty mean, much there are only a hundred of these commander Zaku's made, so it's not like it's a popular thing. It's like a commander. There's not a lot of them. Yeah. You, you, need, more, but, you need more rank and file than you do officers. If it's all officers, what the hell gets done? Yeah, <laughs> Nothing gets yeah done. pretty much. Like, have you seen so, so, the, so, yeah, right. Oh, please don't bring one hammer into this. We don't need to. So, there is something special about this one. If you look at the commanding types, it looks like they've got a little mohawk start going. That's just an antenna. But all of the commanders have that. Every single one of them has it. Okay. It's their. It's one of their main features. Is a little antenna for communicating. Yeah, it, I it, mean, it, obviously, it helps distinguish them on the battlefield. Right, and literally the only reason Char could not beat him is because the RX seventy eight was more superior. 
if if Amaro was more skilled, he would have out flat outright flat beat out Char, but because Char had skill, and Amaro's like, hey, what's this do? There was a stalemate. It, it, for a yeah, while. it was uh, like the unskilled with uh, super advanced weaponry versus last gen armaments with a skilled pilot. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. Yep. And then obviously Zizaku evolved into another Gundam, but that that's for maybe another time. But I, I like those stories really... where you have a like a extremely skilled individual that's the, the the main antagonist of a story with you know subpar to like standard, uh you know weaponry or just you know a, a MacGuffin crystal, and then you have the protagonist with ultra super advanced armaments and or MacGuffin crystal. Just duking it out because it's it's gonna be interesting because there there's a it could go either way. I mean, granted, normally the hero wins in the end, but still. Oh yeah, it, obviously. There there's the chance that they could just pull the rug out from underneath. Is like, nope, the bad guy wins this time. <laughs> yeah, and well, it did. He was technically the good guy for a little bit, but um, at some point we'll go into a whole big thing where I'll talk about the history of Gundam and yeah, may maybe we could move towards that. So you, you, you and Nick can just constantly go back and forth. It's just like the big giant cork board with the red string and just explain everything because both these series, I understand nothing of. So well, well, I'm Gundam is a little of Merlin giving a girl a cock. <sighs> well, Gundam's a little more faith forward than than uh, fate. I know, but because, like, I mean, looking it's at literally up oh, technology advanced enough, and now look what we can do. Yeah, but like for me, who never really watched anything Gundam outside the worst Gundam series ever made, it's daunting to like, where do I begin? What is like official uh, yeah. like main story canon? What's like so, not? So, okay, okay, okay. Mobile suit Gundam. Follow that because that literally details if they ever bring up the one year war, or the hundred year war, or any of that stuff, or the start of the Gundam builds. It's gonna be it's gonna be based off of that because the Zaku's were some of the first. They weren't really Gundams because they weren't called Gundams. They were called the Zaku unit. Yeah. The RX-78 was the first Gundam build, although it was the reason being it called a Gundam is, you'll learn in the anime, I don't want to spoil the whole anime, but if you look at it, the Zaku's were more of a mass-produced kind of flimsy thing, while Gundams are more one-of-a-kind, one-off machines of war. Like, I mean, I've talked about how many now that are badass and deadly? For crying out loud, there was one that did not run out of guns. So, but yeah, the, uh, the big difference, Tusk, is with Gundams and Zaku's, I will tell you this and everybody else, if it's a mass-produced unit, it's not really a Gundam. Like, when you watch the animes, even Iron Blood Brothers, if you watch it, a lot of those units aren't really Gundams. There are a few in there, because there's no others like it. But they're just pilot pilot units and things like that, kind of like Titans and Titanfall. Yeah, okay. How they're all the same. But so, okay, I would say so start I'm, with the first. I'm taking a little bit. I, I'm gonna cut you off here because I this just popped up in my feed. Um, oh God, it, it's cyberpunk related, so it's a little bit off. But you know, cyberpunk's having an anime. Uh, CD Projekt Red's uh, mm -hmm. executives 
are taking full responsibility for the for the buggy release of Cyberpunk 2077. You know what? I'm still going to support them. Yeah, I'm not done. They're also saying that moving forward, bonuses will no longer be tied to review scores. So if a game, if one of their games hits a 90 plus, like on average, a 90 plus across the board, when it comes to a review score, they would get a bonus. And I think this just like the, I feel like the way it's worded, because I'm just glancing at this, the bonuses are, are for the, this is like an, for the executives of the company. Okay. So they literally said, all right, we screwed up. We're going to, I mean, just, just, uh, just seeing an executive take responsibility. That is, Uh, you know what? I'm and I'm gonna support them even more. Yeah, it's it just proves CD Projekt Red is like one of look, the look. It's glitchy. I understand that. Hey guys, I am the CEO of CD Projekt Red, and on behalf of me and my company, I'd like to apologize. You know what? I feel like he's sincere. He's no, this, putting this it out on this the internet. This isn't the CEO of CD Projekt. These are I, all the executives. I know. I know. Them. I'm just saying. I'm giving one of them. So, so I mean, I it mean, gives me reason to trust them and have faith. I, I, I yeah, and I, I mean, they did. I mean, I knew that. I knew there was no way that it's only a, it's only a four six year old game, if that. Yeah, but still, uh, I mean, it was it looks, an alpha in twenty eighteen. Uh, although this, what's the... so I'm not gonna get mad. As long as they make it better, then that's yeah. Fine. I need to read. Oh, the- they already, they already, did, they already said there's a patch. Yeah, they already stated there's already going to be a patch, zero patch and a day one patch. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another patch coming. Yeah, I mean it, it needs it, but uh, yeah, I got to read this more. It's from Jason Schreier, he, so he is like one of the premier game media journalists. So th- th- he does some good stuff. I mean, I think he, I think he kicked off the discussion of like uh the sexual harassment at riot last year you guys remember that okay i didn't know it was yeah breath- I, I think it was him it was it was some it was like someone pretty reputable i know like a lot of the big names that have been leaving all the game media uh companies and moving to like traditional media but focusing on video games considering that's what they know like jason Schreier, he's at bloomberg so yeah just thought i'd bring it out there they uh I, I'm happy that you know the executives are taking responsibility, uh, so I, I'm happy to see that, especially in the world we live in, where no one takes responsibility anymore. So th- it's very refreshing. So I'm gonna read this article later. Just wanted to mention this as like the last minute thing, and uh, yeah. So I think um, I think it's I think that's a good show. We've been go- God, we've been going an hour, well over an hour. Nick, you well, have anything? Uh, I haven't got anything. All right. Then, uh, he already got his one little bit of news out, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, thank you for bringing up the, you know, the arson got caught. Got caught and uh, is going to rot in hell. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy what you heard, feel free to hit follow on Spotify or wherever the hell you're listening. Uh, links to our Twitters. We'll be in the description. Check us out to stay up to date with, you know, the latest happenings of the show. And uh, see you next week. Night, everybody. Goodbye.